Nikki Wicks is getting us all in that springtime mood. Love Nikki, are you there? <laughs> oh, no. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, no. She's determined for us to stay with the pains of winter just a little bit longer. Let's see if we can get her up. Otherwise, we might have to um, try and get her up on the phone. I don't know. It is it is one of those funny things that no one can ever seem to agree on um, the start of spring. I think it's because in the northern hemisphere, they go from the the equinox, whereas down here um, in the southern hemisphere, it's a slightly different a slightly different feel. Anyway, um, Nikki, I'm sure is happy to move on from spring, and, and regardless <laughs> of where you stand on the whole debate, this is the week, and you've got a great recipe for us, Nikki. I have, and what I was just thinking about listening to those movies from Francesco is this recipe is like a good bit of escapism, like the Julia Roberts and George Clooney movie. It Mm. honestly will, it'll transition you from those big, heavy kind of comfort dishes of winter that we love in winter, but you do tire of them. And this one starts to get lighter and brighter and beautiful. And there's no dishes, Jack, either. So there you go. I love that. Here you go. I'm going to race us through it. Um, This will feed about four to six people. You can adjust that if there's less or more of you. I use four large um, or four free-range boneless chicken breasts. And what you want to do is you want to remove that little tenderloin from the back of the chicken. That's the little sort of flap that sticks out. We're going to use that. And then you want to slice each breast kind of horizontally in half through so you've got two thinner kind of bits. Um, And that means that it's all really quick and easy to cook. You want a pinch of salt and a good crack a pepper on there just to season them and then brown those off just briefly in a pan you want some light sort of freckles on each side of them they don't need to cook all the way through at this stage yet because we're going to cook them more in a minute um take those off take those out of the pan pop them in uh, just on a plate to the side and then add a bit of butter to your pan so good two tablespoons um finely chop an onion throw that in there um and start, start to saute a little bit and then bring it to a rapid simmer by um, adding in with that um, with those onions a cup of stock and two tablespoons of lemon juice. You've got all that beautiful flavour, a little bit of a zest of the old um, lemon juice, kind of that acidity there. And pop in also three cloves of garlic minced mm. up, if you like. So you just want to you, know, you want to simmer that away. Throw in some chilli flakes, if you like. I like to. And just about sort of ten minutes or so, that'll be great. Um, add your chicken back into the pan, and then here we go. You knew I had to. A quarter of a cup of cream. Oh. It's not much, Jack. It's I know. Just it's just a dash. To make your life safe. It's just yeah. a dash. Um, now, you could use cream fresh. You could use sour cream as well. And so just gently heat that through with that cream there. That chicken should cook through in four to five minutes, something like that. Um, and then you've got this beautiful, creamy kind of saucy chicken. And then right at the last minute, we're going to really springify this dish. That's a new word. Um, you're going to take about a cup and a half of peas. You can pour some boiling water over them and then drain that off immediately. Chuck those into the pan. They'll cook through. They'll be bright. They'll be beautifully green. They'll remind you of spring. And then serve the big pan at the table, maybe with um, a couple of tablespoons of chopped parsley. And I just love it with some butter crunch lettuce or a little bit of cos, something like that. It's really beautiful. A lovely dish to share and to say hello spring whenever you think it's done. That sounds, yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah, it sounds it sounds beautiful. Yeah. A nice sort of um, seasonally transitional meal. I think so. A bit of comfort in there, but also a bit of light and freshness. Yeah, so that, yeah. That spring, yeah. Do you have a, come and go with, yeah. Do you have a, sorry, do you have a, personally have a favourite um, kind of season for, for cooking? Do, do, do no. cooks and chefs have favourite seasons? <laughs> 
No, but we do get asked that a lot. Um, so at this time of the year, I, I just start to crave that lighter food. And then once um, spring and summer comes on, I love the crunch and the freshness of everything. But then I do tire of it. And then so once autumn rolls around, I'm starting to go, oh, comfort, oh, mm. lovely. So, no, I just love whatever is in season. And I really love the fact that people often ask me in my profession, gosh, how do you come up with all these food ideas? And it sounds really cliched, Jack, but I literally take my cue from the seasons. Yeah. So, you know, I happened to be in the supermarket the other day and started noticing, oh, asparagus is in. Hey, that's right, asparagus. Yeah. So, so I definitely eat with the seasons, and that seems to sort of really keep my enthusiasm for cooking alive because – each each new season brings you know the first of the season. So yeah. I don't have strawberries in winter. Oh. I don't have tomatoes then. You know that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I um I was speaking of um this is a bit naughty of me because I know they're you know they're a little bit early but um <laughs> I had my first strawberries of the season this week. <gasps> oh, didn't. no, it is. Did it's just it's amazing. It's amazing the effect it has eh, when you actually when you <laughs> notice the the changing. You know, the changing know. produce of the seasons. and you, Oh, you go, oh, okay, all right, we're into strawberries. Here we go, September, bring I it on. Like, it's almost like I forget. I yeah. forget there's strawberries in the world till I see them. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's right. You know, sort of I, yeah, I thought, too, that they might be – I thought they might not be terribly sweet because, you know, they hadn't had a heaps, of, heaps of time on the vine to – um, kind of ripen it. We call it on the vine. What are we saying? The patch, in the greenhouse, whatever. <laughs> they hadn't, you know, they hadn't had quite as much sun as they might have, say, after daylight saving. But no, they were fantastic. So, um, oh, yeah, great. if you see them, did you yeah. just eat them fresh, or did you do something wicked? No, with no, them? no, just ate them fresh. Yeah. Oh, great. Because yeah. the other thing you can do with slightly underripe, you know, those first of the season, yeah. is if you taste one and it's not quite sweet enough, look, you know what? You can just start to warm them up in the oven, just yeah. roast them ever so slightly, brings out that sweetness for them. So there you go. Oh, good on you. Yeah. I've got there a bit of go. catching up to do then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Nikki. We'll catch you soon.